Welcome to Season 2 of the Disreputable Podcast. My name is Brandon Pirrett, co-host with Dean Curry. If you enjoyed Season 1, then Season 2 is going to blow your mind. Let me assure you this, it will be disreputable. The topics, the guests, everything we talk about is going to be disreputable and it's just for you. Thank you for listening. Now enjoy Season 2 of the Disreputable Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Episode 3 of our Disreputable Podcast. Yeah, welcome back. Thank you for doing this, man. Yeah, this has been great. This season has been awesome. Off to a great start. Strong start. Yeah, we've gotten so many people that have loved Matthew Welch's interview. He's so concise. If you haven't seen that episode, look at it and share it around because Matt is one of the premier salesmen in America. Yeah. And he nails it. Yeah. On culture. Absolutely. So so YouTube, share. iTunes, share. Some people thought that we weren't doing it on iTunes because it was on just on YouTube. So it's on both platforms. So if you you know if you can't watch and you want to listen, make sure yeah. to. I, th- I tell people that. set a goal to share it with at least three people. Yeah, great. Because you know that that's something attainable. You don't have to do forty eight people, but three people that you're always sending it to. Right. BP. Uh, I, I do this morning devotional. Some of you get it. And this week I met a guy who somebody shared right a morning devotional with him, and he's going through a hard time. And he's never come to church. He's never heard me speak. But yeah. he gets these little sentences. Wow. So the power of a share. Absolutely. I mean, this guy yeah. with tears in his eyes yeah. is telling me it changed his life or saved his life. So, right. I mean, you never know who's going to be encouraged by these shares. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I, this, this was like the perfect segue because you mentioned the word share. And uh, this episode, episode three, is... It's kind of on life hacks, if okay. you will. Yeah. Uh, little secrets that have kind of sustained you through life, myself, what you told your kids, employees, whatever. Um, and I think even right there with what you just said, the, the idea of sharing. Yeah. My kids, man, are the world's worst shares <laughs> right now. Yeah. You know, I have a seven-year-old and a three-year-old and my son last night. What they were my 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 son and my daughter they're in the playroom, and my son is con- trying to his best to convince truly that this playroom is his right and and that sharing is caring. So not only does he he wants her to know that he's not going to share this playroom because it's his, but also he's expecting her to share everything that she has with him so he's a persuader yeah well he's trying his best you know i think i said he's three he's four years old so he's kind of working through a lot of this stuff and so truly comes out and she's all frustrated and flustered and i just kind of looked at him and i said hey listen in this life all we have is each other so we got to look out for one another we got to take care of each other if it means hey play together share together work together be together you too you, all you have in this life, you know? Yeah. So I was trying to teach them at such a young age. That's hey, huge. This world's probably going to try to come against you in some way. It's going to try to divide you. It's going to try to separate you. You too. All you have in this life is each other. Yeah. So work hard at it. Well, you're a great dad, by the way. Well, it's thank fun you. to watch you. You're good at that. Yeah, thanks. But that's the stuff that really matters. I was, I was, I'm a twin. Some people don't know that. Right. And hopefully in a, in a soon episode, we'll yep. have my twin brother, David. Absolutely. But, uh, 
when you're a twin, you you know you're forced to share because right. you know they don't give you two; they give you one, and they make <laughs> you guys figure it out. You know, yeah. And so that was drilled into um, us at an early age, and it's never easy. Right. But when I was a young man, I was probably 21. Somebody invited me to a an event in Seattle with a Texan named Zig Ziglar, and I had never heard oh, of this guy. Okay. Motivational, motivational yeah. speaker. He's now died, but. I remember this sentence from that event. He said, you can get anything you want in this life mm. if you help enough people get what they want. Nice. It's about serving. It's about opening doors for others. And that changed my life, man. Right. Because so often we're on this track for getting. Right. But the path to being a go-getter is really being a go-giver. Yeah. It's about it's it's about sharing what you know, right? It's about sharing your inspiration, it's about sharing your motivation, it's about sharing your story. Yeah. It's about you know the fact that you've had to work hard to get to certain places right. and then you turn around and you and you have young people I see every time I see you with somebody. Sure. You have people that are coming behind you and Brandon is trying to make the road a little easier for them and hopefully they'll do the same for somebody else. Right. Yeah. I feel like a, a lot of times people don't think that they have a following or people don't think that they have, um, um, people don't think that, that they have a life worth living that people want to follow. Right. And a lot of that is just sometimes you just kind of go back. If we go back to episode one, a lot of that is just thinking small about your life. And then you just assume nobody else wants to have your life. But really, when you when you think about it, every single person that is watching, somebody's watching your life saying, man, I wonder what it would be like to go to lunch with that guy, have a coffee, maybe have a writing session right. if you're into that kind of stuff. You know, all sorts of types of things. People are wondering, man, I, I just... So, so a lot of it is just being confident enough in your journey right. to say, hey, you want to come with me? My friend Tim used to say unless you're investing in somebody when you're 40, you're not going to have any meaning in your life when you're 60. Wow. Because it's so important. And I think it's just, you're, you're intentional about it. When This is how I observe Brandon. Sure. But when I see Brandon, it seems like you're intentionally finding people right. to invest in. Is that how it goes? Because yeah. when I call the house, it seems like you always have people <laughs> at the house, right? Yeah. Are, are you, is it as intentional as it seems? Uh, some of it's natural. Some of it's my wife, and then some of it is yeah, very intentional. So when you when you get to a young person, yeah, uh, I call it young to me. Sure, it may not be that young, but uh, when you get somebody like that, what do you what are you trying to download to somebody? What are you trying to invest in somebody? Yeah, I think in a picture perfect world, that hey, everything it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, I mean, when when people are over at our house, which we do have people over often. We're always having some something going on. My kids have more aunts and uncles than they know what to do with. But my kids are there. It's not like kids go to your room. Right. We're having big people conversation. It's it's 10 people over at the house and my kids are running around and they're jumping on you if you're down for that. And and me and my wife, yeah. sometimes we don't always see eye to eye. And, right. and, and it's not like we, we argue in front of people or anything weird, but it's just you're teaching people that it's okay to be normal. It's okay to... To, to to not to not have this perfect world um and we you know we we made that a value when we got married 
and when we had kids because when we first went got married there were so many people that almost tried to put this perfect idea of marriage. I, I think that's especially true in religious circles, don't you? One hundred percent. You know, you, you know, from everything like you shouldn't argue. You should you should have sex seventeen times a week. You know, and just all these all this pressure. And then you have to realize, oh, this is our marriage, and we're going to figure this out. Yeah. And so we kind of took on that responsibility to say, okay, there's got to be other people then that are going to be married or are married, and and we just want to bring them along on you the journey. You want to be a, mo- a model of yeah. real, not artificial, not unattainable. Yeah, but real. Everything's artificial. Warts and all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we live uh, unfortunately. We live in an artificial generation, right? In a day and age, this is why this is called disreputable podcast, the uncut edition, because our guys aren't going out tonight and editing and re-editing and taking this and moving that. Yeah. This is this is a conversation between two gentlemen, and and there's stutters and there's coughs, yeah. and, but but I think people appreciate authenticity. Yeah, I hope so. And and realness, and I think that that's something that that people look for. And and I picked that up about you. I think one of the greatest reasons that we connect, there's many reasons, but is is you're real, you're authentic, and and a and a guy that leads at your level, with at the capacity in which you lead, a lot of times you get artificial, you get the you know, the fake or whatever, but you, you do a, a very nice job of, of being authentic Thank down you. to the core. Thank you, man. Platform to, to, to sit and watch a movie. Thank you. You know, I, I taught my kids, if you're looking for max yeah. little maxims, I taught my kids, it's going to be okay. And even if it's not okay, it's okay. Yeah. And that, and if yeah. you're there, if you're at that place where you, and I've lived that, right? Sure. I've had great days. I've had bad days. Right. I've got lots of fans. I've got a few enemies, sure. but what I found out is it's okay. Right. And if it's really going to be okay, even when it's not okay, it's not okay to get cancer. It's not okay to struggle with your family. Right. Nobody wants that. Nobody right. invites it. Nobody enjoys it. But it's still okay. Right. You're still going to make it. And other people have been through it. Right. And the, the sky doesn't fall in. And here's the thing I want everybody, whoever struggle with suicide to know. Right. Yeah, the sun comes up tomorrow. Right. There are lots of people that had thoughts like, gosh, I wish it wouldn't, but it does. Yeah. And you, you shouldn't be ending your life. You should be starting your life. Right. That little maxim. Right. Has kept me going. Right. I tell it to my kids. It's like, hey, yeah, you didn't get the job. It's okay. Right. Don't love it. Don't feel great about it. Right. That That's one of the things I, when you say authenticity. Right. That's what I want to project is like, yeah, it's not perfect and it's not. It's not all ideal, but it is going to be okay. It just doesn't feel like it all the time. You know? Yeah. How did, because I would assume, I think I know, but I'm asking for maybe people that are watching or listening that are like, that That seems almost impossible to live out. Because certain people are overwhelmed easily. Certain uh-huh. people take, you know, rejection harder than others. Certain people have FOMO, you know? So there's all this yeah, stuff missing, missing out. You know, there's all this stuff. And then for, for you to say, it's okay. And if it's not okay, that's okay anyway. Right. Um, where does that come from? Like, uh, how do you, how do you, how do you work that muscle? I, I think it just comes from being, you know, from going through tough times. Maybe our problem is 
is that we, we, we think life is supposed to be easy. Right. Good In point. this bookshelf, one of the most famous books that's ever written, it's called A Road Less Traveled. And right. the first sentence of the book says, life is hard. Yeah. And if you know life is going to be hard, right. there is no mountaintop that you can get too easy. Right. You got to climb. Right. Yeah. Climb. I like to, I like to speak encouraging words over my kids and now they live in another state. Right. When I'm with them, I always try to give them something aspirational. And I, when I was with my daughter recently, I said to her, Hey, I want you to close your eyes and picture a mountaintop and you're not going to get dropped off by a a helicopter up there. Right. You're going to have to climb it. Right. But it's worth it. To yeah. get up there. Life is hard. Life is difficult. And if you know that, knowing that, then it's going to be okay. If yeah. you think life is supposed to be easy, marriage is supposed to be yeah. a honeymoon 24-7, then it's yeah. going to be a rough, rough road for you. Yeah. And in an entitled, I know we got to, I know we got to move on to a couple other hacks, but this is so good because in an entitled world where I, I, I feel like part of my life, I live like this is not fair. Yeah. And which then caused me to numb feelings that felt not fair, drugs, alcohol, people do it all the time. Sometimes I'll say to myself when tough times come, feel it, B, you got to feel it. Because in a world that's constantly wanting to numb themselves and a a guy who who used to numb feeling, it it almost becomes more, uh, uh, more passionate just to just to feel it. Tap into that. Take the punch. Like, but, just uh, uh, you embrace I, it. You and I both watched Conor McGregor the other night, right? Yeah. And there's a guy. Those fighters, they tap into primal stuff, you know? Right. To Absolutely. keep going. They use it as motivation. What would discourage me from getting in the ring... I'm out. ...encourages them <laughs> yeah. to get in the ring. Yeah, and, totally. and so he makes... 13 million bucks in 40 seconds. Yeah. Because he's able to use what would just be discouraging for somebody else. That's good. As fuel for himself. Like, yeah. Man, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. You know. That is good. Another life hack that I've tried to live by is I don't know how I picked up on it, but it was a it's this idea everywhere we go, things get better. Right. I try to teach that to my my kids. My wife and I kind of adopted that. We have uh, we were in Pittsburgh just a couple days ago. I bought my son a Pittsburgh hat, not because we're uh, a Pirates fan, but because we're the P fam. Hashtag P fam, oh, oh, yeah, nice, Pirate nice, family. Nice, nice. And um, and so the Pirate family has a little a little mantra, and it's everywhere we go, things get better. And 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 sometimes you know we'll we'll be in certain places, and I'll just say to hey guys like. We're going to order. We try to teach our kids to order. Look at look at the waitress in the yeah. eye when you're talking to her and and smile. You know, a lot of people think that it takes this revolutionary move where you you know, you you, you have to have like a a speech that's heard around the world to make a difference. Mm-hmm. But really, the best revolutionary move you could ever make could be one-on-one to somebody that hasn't seen a smile in six weeks for sure we got a we we got an inbox in our facebook for just the, for your for the church for the church just yeah. the other day and it was some woman she's from out of town she was just driving down sixth avenue she saw never 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 give up she 
pulled over, took the time to find us on Facebook, our church 253, inboxes, and just said, I don't know why you guys put this up. I don't know what your church is about, but I want you to know I'm from out of town, and nice. that encouraged nice. me. I'm nice. sure it's encouraging hundreds of thousands of people that nice. drive by. Keep going, and next time I'm in Tacoma, I'm coming to your church. Good. And and you just say to yourself, like, that's it. Yeah. Everywhere we go, things get better. We, well, we live in a culture that magnifies the exact opposite. We love to find fault, and people are picking at celebrities. And right. They're like, look at them, and don't they look stupid? And isn't every gaffe, every right. foolish thing we've ever done is online, you know? Right. And so to be a good finder in that world right. makes you a revolutionary. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. So the power, when you say teaching your kids to look people in the eye, I mean, that's so important. Right. Transmitting value. To, first of all, to tell your kids that they're worthy to look somebody in the eye. Right. You know, when you meet someone who's struggling with self-esteem, you know, they can't make eye contact. They're all over the place. Right. I taught my kids, like, when you shake hands, don't let go until they do. Because, hmm. you know, you want to... Present, yeah, confidence. Absolutely. Look them in the eye, hold their hand until they're ready to let go. Yeah, and you know, just be present. Yeah, you know, yes. Just be be. Uh, use your body. Square up to people. Right. <laughs> you know, don't. Sometimes you talk to people and their their whole body is. You know, your body can't lie, bro. Sure. Your body, even though your mouth can be lying, your body isn't lying. That's right. why body language experts make so much money in courtrooms. Right. Because yeah. when your whole body is turned away, when sure. your face is turned away, you're not present. Right. You're not pe making people feel good. I remember when I first got yeah, into ministry, I, I get, they called me and I had to go down and meet some stranger or whatever. Yeah. And I must have been distracted. I don't know. I was probably 21, 22 years old. And the, whoever I was talking to went like this. Like, hey, look at me. Because I, I didn't intentionally was right drift but i yeah. as a stranger i didn't know them and i was busy i guess and so i must have been all over the place right never forgot it wow to the power of like okay yeah 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 you know absolutely and and i don't you know we're going to do one more but i don't know who's watching but man your life is the same as what we're talking about when you can go into target and make somebody's life better still it take this mantra everywhere you go things can be better too because yeah. you leave a place different every time yeah people say all the time man i love your vibe you know they call it vibe i love your your energy is just and it's not because we've had you know six shots of espresso we believe when we wake up in the morning there's that thing inside of us that says i'm i'm gonna choose to see life differently every single day. I was just working on my talk for the weekend and uh, we're talking about love, yep. being known by love. And one thing that we're known by is whether or not we love each ourselves, you know? This Good point. Yes. Self-confidence that says, can I see uh, a divine fingerprint in Dean? Because if I can't see it in Dean, I'm probably not going to be looking for it in Brandon. Absolutely. Right? Yes. So when you talk to the to our friends, you know? Yeah. And whoever might be watching, maybe somebody just shared this with you. I mean, right. hey, the fingerprint of God is on you. Yeah. You know that divine spark. Yeah. And and it might be maybe it got drained out of you, maybe addictions taken a bunch out of you, maybe a divorce or a bankruptcy is. Right. But it's in there. 
Yeah. And you can look, you can see it in other people. But when people say they like your vibe, mm -hmm. they're seeing that divine spark. There's right. a guy who somehow you wake up in the morning and somebody taught you that there's a plan and a purpose for your life. Right. They can see you're chasing it and they want a little piece of that. Sure. You know? Yeah. But it's in everybody. Absolutely. And that's part of what we do and why this this podcast is worth our effort. Right. Because we're hoping that people, even in the valley, right? Even right. in the low spot, even in the disreputable place, even right. in the struggle, yeah, that they can see there's a bigger plan. Yes. Okay, last one, and I want to propose it as a question. Your life has been lived with uh, for the hashtag others. Yeah. Okay. So you you've you've used that a lot. Um, how do you balance taking care of you and and living a life that's lived for others? Yeah. Be because there's, it seems like it's it seems like it's contradicting. Take care of you, self-care, self-love. Right. And uh, my life is best lived when I serve, you know? Right. Um, do you feel like they're opposites? Do you feel like they're congruent? Do they work yeah. hand in hand? Yeah, I think they complement each other. When I was 14, I wanted to be a lifeguard. Okay. So I had to take a lifeguard class. Yeah. And I ended up at the YWCA in downtown Tacoma. Uh -huh. I don't know if they even are open anymore. Okay. But they had a little pool and a lifeguard class. And one of the things they teach you, it's not just how to save somebody, but how to know when the person you're saving is going to drag you under. Yeah. And drown you. Okay. Right. And, yep. And and they teach you in in this class mm -hmm. that if somebody because people get nervous, yeah, they start pulling, they start flailing, yep. and they start pushing you down to save themselves. Right. In the water. Right. And you got to put your leg right up against them and push them away. Okay. And then you go back to them. Yeah. And you pull them back, and if they stop fighting, yeah, then you drag them in. But if they keep fighting, you keep pushing them away until they realize you can't take me down with you. Right. And. I know that sounds funny, but that's a physical manifestation hmm. for what I feel like I've had to learn in the people business. Yeah. I'm, I I really want to, at this stage in my life, I don't need to make a bunch of money. Sure. I don't, I've had lots of success in uh, several different arenas, mm -hmm. but I want to make a difference and I want to help people out. Yeah. And I, and some people, when I wrap my arm around them and try to drag them to shore, they're just grateful. Sure. Other times they start trying to drown me. Right. And it's caused some of the most uh, painful episodes of my life. Yeah. But I've learned that I can't help you if I'm taken in water. Yeah. So I have to push you away. Some people you just got to push away. Right. Not just for me, but for them. Yeah, absolutely. Because if I don't make it through, then both of us are going to drown. Yeah. Which is a huge life hack. Yeah. I think it's important. But most people, I think, are such an, a therapeutic mindset. They don't even get to that because they're just, all they care about is, am I drowning? Am I not drowning? Am I drowning? Am, it's, it's not all about you. Right. Everybody gets tired in the swim, if I can keep the metaphor yeah, going. Yeah, absolutely. It's not easy to swim. It's not always fun. Sometimes the water is choppy. Right. Maybe I'm extending the metaphor too far. But no. I think that life and maybe this is like old dude to young dude, but I think for your generation, a lot of people have this therapeutic mindset and they're always taking the temperature. Am I okay? Am I okay? Am I sick today? Am I okay? How right. do I feel? Do I like it? Do I? Am I enjoying this? Yeah. Sometimes you don't enjoy it. 
Yeah. Sometimes you just survive it. That was one of the best things you taught me is, hey, I, you don't wake up every morning, do you, and check your temperature? Yeah. Well, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to either. And when right. you said that, I mean, years ago you said that to me. It was like, yes, I'm not going to ask myself every day, am I right. sick, you know? Seasons, yeah. right? You, every every now and then you, you, you catch right. a cold. <laughs> right. And you, and you take your yeah. medicine and you, you move yeah. on. Yeah. My kids bought me a cup. We'll close it. My kids bought me a cup for Father's Day years ago. And it was the it was Finding Nemo, and on on it it just said just keep swimming. That's good. If you've seen the movie, you know it's yeah. funny. But I I thought to myself that little quote has meant more to me. Some days I will make I make coffee at home before I head out of the house, and I'll pull up and I just pull that little cup out and and, and it says just keep swimming on it. And so to end your analogy yeah. with the lifeguard, we want to say to you, man, if you're going through something today, just keep going. Don't give up. For sure. There's it's never, never a time to give up. So never, never, never give up. Never give up. And we hope these life hacks have helped you. And uh, we're so excited um, about episode four and the season to come. Make sure you share. Make sure you tell somebody about it. The disreputable podcast. Thanks so much for watching. Yeah, blessings.